welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Miss Dira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party gained entrance to the Shimmerscale Tunnels and met with the Kobold leader, Kashak. After trading questions back and forth, Kashak extended guest status to the crew for 20 days, at which point they will either participate in or be spectators at the trials for leadership of the tribe. What will the group accomplish during these 20 days? What information will they gather? Well, let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. How's it going? Oh, it is going great. How are you all? Good. Pretty good. 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 All right. Well, so you guys uh, finished that conversation. You had that lovely little evening with the uh, Thoughtful Three and Meepo um, and sort of chatted with them. But then it was time to get down to business. So as well, we mentioned... we got uh, drunky drunk, right? You know, a little drunky drunk. Wait. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. Did I would you, assume so. Did you get drunky drunk? Because... I am not rolling to get That's drunk. a thing that we have I'm to do. I'm not with. rolling percentile <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys got slightly tipsy, and we'll we'll leave it at that, I suppose. <laughs> um, great. So the very next day, you guys sort of got down to business. You uh, flick, uh, and Bria started training in Celestial. Bizdira started training the Thoughtful Three in some combat things. Kit started training with Oryx and, and learning to uh, make use of the local flora uh, for some sort of potion and reagent. Um, but you also started sort of filling your social calendar so that you could uh, spend some time with the Kobolds, mostly with the, the Thoughtful Three and Meepo and with Kashak. Um, but you may have wanted to spend some time with other kobolds as well, just to gather information, get the lay of the land and sort of see what was happening. So let's, um, why don't we start with uh, the conversations that you had with the thoughtful three and Meepo over these uh, 20 days. You guys probably spent the most time with them uh, since you were uh, sort of being housed near to them. um, And they were, uh, they included your friend and sort of your, were your closest contacts in the tribe. So what sorts of questions did you have for them? What sorts of information would you try and get out of them? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good question. I try to only ask good questions. Bria, do you want to take it away? Sure. I was waiting for you, but I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think our biggest question for them, obviously, um, we know what Rx thinks, but um, I want to know kind of what the rest of the Thoughtful Three think of us participating in these trials. Sure. Um, so they're actually sort of split on it. Um, Meepo and Rx uh, both sort of understand that it's important, or at least in their mind, it's important that you participate. They both um, sort of acknowledge uh, what Arix, I think, had maybe already mentioned to you, which is that they don't feel that the four of them have ultimately much of a chance of actually winning. Um, They know that if there's any part of the trial that involves sort of intellect and thinking and puzzling and and problem solving that of course they would prevail over Drenks and his his team but there's undoubtedly also going to be a sort of physical prowess portion and uh Oryx and Meepo just they know that they wouldn't be able to to succeed there um and so they're worried about about what would happen if if 
the, those two groups were the only ones to compete because it means that they think that Dranks would win and that's not the way, that's not the direction they think the tribe should go. Varn and Hawks, on the other hand, though, they're a little less sort of fatalistic about the possibilities of the four of them actually coming out victorious. Um, they don't, they keep pointing out that they don't know much about what the third trial is. And so if they prepare properly and if they truly believe that they would be the best leaders for the trial, then undoubtedly they would be able to prevail in that third trial, giving them two out of three and hopefully allowing them to to beat Dranks and his team. Um, so because they don't feel like it's a lost cause, they're a little bit more wary about allowing outsiders to to participate. They they very much like you. They're very much excited. They very much like you, I should say. They are very excited to have you around uh, and to learn from you and to find out about you. Um, and they don't mind you being there, but they're a little bit more uh, concerned about allowing you to become part of tribe politics, as it were. And Varn, in particular, because he knows how much Arix cares for you all, is uh, is apologetic and wants to make sure that you guys know that it's nothing against any of you, of course, but these are cobalt matters. Sure. So, I, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, you're no. fine. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Bria, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Um, so Varn also then cares about Arx the way that Arx cares about him. Very important question. <laughs> I'm shocked <laughs> that it's taken question. all of this time for you to get to that. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. We have um, to protect our friend. We need to give know me... if he wants him back. I know you do. Bria, give me an insight roll. Ooh. Um, a 16? Yeah, hang on a second. Let's see here. Yeah, it's um, it's hard to tell sort of uh, to what extent, but, but he definitely cares for Aryx, uh, and Aryx is important to Varn. It's, you know, Aryx sort of, uh, just because of the way that he introduced... Varn to you all, not in person, but like the way he started talking about him, it was pretty clear from the get-go to you all that he had a thing for Varn. Varn, though, seems to be a little bit better at keeping his cards his cards close to his chest. Uh, so there is definite like care and 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 compassion and concern, uh, but it's hard for you to really sort of tell to what extent. We just need to talk to him. I think we yeah. just need to hear it from <laughs> him. Pull you know him what aside. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do, do that whole, another like, time. Don't matchmaker, hurt our friend. Matchmaker, make I'm thinking day seven, perhaps, of the seven, the 20 days. Yeah. <laughs> so right. specific. Let's plan this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we will uh, we will include that in our list of activities. Was there something else that you wanted to say, Flick? I was just, well, no, not necessarily along this subject. I was just going to go okay. on to um, maybe away from the trials. But I would like to know, I mean, we talked a little bit about this about the last refuge in general, what they know about it. Uh, obviously we found out that it's an Island question mark. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and um, that would, you know, um, but maybe like some history of, of the, the Island itself and how they got there, what have the history of the clan, etc. Sure. Um, so Meepo uh, is sort of the one to, tell you a little bit about uh, the geography of the island. None of them have uh, seen the whole of it. Uh, and this is sort of piecemeal from what each of the four of them has seen. Um, Meepo is the one who has ventured the furthest of the four. Uh, and then from some old lore that Hawks put together. Um, but 
from what they can tell, um, this island is uh, sort of roughly triangular in shape. It is, uh, according to the legends, uh, and they'll tell you a little bit about that later, but uh, according to the legends, this island is located to the west of the uh, what they refer to as the old country, uh, which they sort of think is probably the mainland. The the whole island, uh, the all of the borders of the island are sheer cliffs that cut the island off from the sea. So it's it's pretty difficult to leave the island, uh, except for in a couple of specific places where there are sort of navigable trails um, and where the the cliffs become a bit more manageable. And uh, there are essentially three of those places. Um, one of them is under the control of the kobolds here on the island. One is uh, in Orc territory, and one is in Yuan-Ti territory. They're not really sure exactly where those places are, just that they're in those areas. Um, Can you repeat and- the last territory, please? <laughs> Yuan-Ti? That's what you found out the snake creatures were called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Retract so, that um, question. So that sort of sets them off on telling you a little bit about uh, the different territories of the island. So the kobolds uh, take up sort of the western, like, mm, chunk. It's not quite a third. It's definitely the smallest of the three territories. But that is theirs. The orcs take up the northern half of what is left of the island outside of the kobold area. And the Yuan-Ti have the south. And that, hawks just sort of can't resist at this point when Meepo starts talking about the de- the divisions of the territories and Hawks sort of jumps in and says, well, to me, this seems like a perfect place to tell you a bit about the history of us as a tribe and how we came to be here and why this is our territory. Um, and yes, he does sound like that. Perfect segue. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't Hawks uh, a girl? And he- Oh, crap. <laughs> it's a very, <laughs> can't very change it now. Girl. Can't change it. Well, she is a girl. She can sound like that. That's what she sounds like anyway. That's right. (laughs) She sounds like an old den mother. There you go. She's been smoking. She's a smoker. You know, bless her. They've all got their uh, their uh, vices. Um, I can't wait to meet like a gender fluid kobold. That'd be you know, I'm excited for that. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to you'll have to meet some more. Um, So Hawk sort of takes over the story here, and she says. She says, as the legends go, the last refuge contains the only surviving tribe of kobolds in the entire world. You see, hundreds of years ago, back in the old country, orcs and Yuan-Ti took up arms against the kobolds and slaughtered us. The stories say that some tribes escaped, but eventually all were hunted down and destroyed. Now, a few kobolds from various tribes survived the mass killings and eventually found each other and banded together. Now, this small group of tribeless kobolds lived a nomadic life. Very little information is known about this period. What we do know is that eventually these this group of kobolds fled the mainland for what they assumed to be the safety of this island. Unfortunately, it seems that the orcs and the Yuan-Ti followed them even here. That would have been that, the end of all of kobold kind, because, well, frankly, how far can you possibly run on an island, you know? Uh, But there was a discovery that saved us all. The discovery of the Shimmer Scale. You see, one day, a kobold whose name was Zeet came back from a scouting expedition with this uh, object... 
He claimed that he had seen a vision of our draconic ancestor, telling us where to find one of his scales and how to use it and use its power to save our people. Now, many of the other kobolds who were with him thought him mad or hallucinating from from fear and lack of proper sleep. They'd been running for several days at this point without proper rest. But the next day, the orcs and the Yuan-Ti staged an assault on the little kobold's camp, and Zeet used the shimmer scale and proved our salvation. Yusuzit was able to harness the power of this scale and decimate the enemy forces, compelling the orcs and the Yuan-Ti to agree to a truce with the kobolds, much to their chagrin, I'm sure. (laughs) Now, (laughs) the legends themselves vary pretty widely on what exactly the power was that Zeet harnessed in in the Shimmer Scale. Some say that he was given the power of a dragon's breath and incinerated his enemies. Some say he was given draconic strength some <laughs> some even say that he became a dragon i i the conflicting reports you know how myths and legends go i'm sure oh we um, do we do that's definitely true do he you? definitely became a dragon oh what would what, what, you tell me what, what are some of the myths from your and he just sort of she <clears throat> she just sort of becomes uh sort of distracted and starts like trying to ask you questions about myths from your from your homes and uh uh, Meepo sort of like gently pats her on the arm and says, Hawks, ha- Hawks, let, come on. And she sort of, she gathers herself and she says, oh, oh sorry. Yes, of course. But, focus, but, focus. Uh, uh, she, and she sort of like, she like touches the side of her head and goes, I must remember to ask them, ask you about this later though. Uh, anyway, where was I? Uh, became a, right, became a dragon. Who knows? Whatever actually happened, uh, this truce that was established between the orcs and the Yuan-Ti and the kobolds essentially uh, created what is now known as the Shimmerscale tribe. And the truce also established that we were to have a small slice of the far western side of the island, as Meepo has already pointed out to you. Um, that area is where we dug these very tunnels that you are in now. And she sort of gestures grandly to the tunnels around. Uh, and we've lived here ever since. Um any sort of illusions of peace uh, have long since dissolved between the orcs and the Oanti. They're constantly uh, at each other's throats. But for whatever reason, both races do still hold true to the ancient truce with us kobolds. Uh, they never venture into kobold territory, and uh, they'll only attack us if one of our people is foolish enough to be found in orc or Oanti lands. Interesting. So I have a question. Sure. So, what is what exactly is this shimmer shimmerstone scale? Shimmer scale. She shimmer says. scale. Uh, she says, "Well, it is many things to us now. It is uh, the mark of our tribe. It is an insignia of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever whoever leads the tribe is the possessor of the uh, shimmer scale for the length of their." Uh, stay as ruler of the tribe. Um, it also was our salvation all of those years ago. It is, a, in theory, a powerful item, though it, uh, as far as any of us are aware, it has been centuries since any sort of massive power has been expended via the scale. Um, you would have to ask Kashak more if you wanted to to have more specifics. It's, it's a bit of a mystery, and I've combed through as much lore as I can find, but um, the Shimmer Scale itself is, 
is rarely seen, even more rarely used outside of perhaps some private goings on with the with the tribe leader. Gotcha. I guess I'm I'm seeing I'm trying to picture the shimmer scale in my head, and I'm just not getting a very clear picture. Of it. Oh, what it actually but, looks like? Sure, yeah. it's um, it's a it's a it's a four sided object. It sort of looks like a like a four pointed star, if you okay. will. Uh, and it is a sort of shimmering. Uh, well, obviously, that's why uh-huh. we call it that, isn't it? Okay. That one makes uh, sense. It, but it's a, it's a sort of it's sort of red in color, somewhat shiny, and and again, I'll say it because it's such a fun word, shimmery. Um, but it has sort of four sides that sort of dip in; they're concave, if you will, sort of a four pointed star shape. Gotcha, gotcha. I really like her. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's fun. Um, <laughs> so, but all of that information is great. Um, I think should I will look to everyone else. I I assume we're just like in hanging out with them in their little workshop. I want to call it a workshop. Is that right? Sure, I'll buy a workshop. I yeah, like that. whatever. They're in the laboratory, and uh, should we go talk? Should we go talk to Kashek about that now, or do we want to get some more information? Or do we like what do we want to do now? I feel like my biggest questions are for Kashek. Sure. Agreed. Sure. Okay, so let's have a little conversation with Kashak for a little while then. So, Bria, since your biggest questions are for... Or, sorry, Kit and Bizdira, do you have any questions since those two have, have asked some questions already? Um, I can't think of any right this second. Okay. Kit, anything from you? Um, I mean, Kit's biggest question is definitely about how we got here and why we're here, because Kashak seems to have mm-hmm. indicated that he has an understanding or some sort of idea of why. But if we right. uh, want to continue the questioning in terms of, uh, you know, the history and the shimmer scale itself, I'm happy to hold on that. I think okay. that's pretty Forget. important. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I think that would be one of my bigger questions as well. <laughs> sure. Sure. So you ask him that and um, he, he sort of cracks a little smile and he says, um, I hope I didn't lead you to believe that... Nope, that's that's still Hawks. Uh, he <laughs> says, um, well, I hope that I didn't lead you to believe that I knew more than I do. He says, um, I have seen you, but what I've seen of your purpose and your future is murky at best. From what I can tell, though, you are to become vitally important figures both to the Shimmerscale tribe and, as near as I can tell, to the rest of the island, possibly beyond. It's the only reason that I am even entertaining the idea of allowing you to compete in the trials, is that I know you are to play some role. What I must grapple with is what that role is to be. My visions have told me that you will change things, though how or why, I cannot say. All I know is that your fate is linked with this land. And he sort of thinks for a second. He pauses and he says, um, there is one other thing. He says, there's one location in particular that stands out as being pivotal or central to your story. It's a strange building that I've never seen before, uh, made of stone with the image of the shimmer scale 
on three of its outside walls and a, a door on the fourth wall adorned with a, a strange symbol that I've never seen before. A series of circles surrounding a larger circle at the center. Is this in a clearing by any chance? Uh, he says it was hard to tell. There weren't trees near the building when I caught visions of it, but uh, I couldn't really tell you. So I have a funny feeling we've been there before. Yeah, it we know. It sound I'm... quite familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of shrugs and says it, it wouldn't surprise me. It, it is also to play an important part in your future. Interesting. Really? Hmm. Okay. All right. Should we ask him about the keys? I think that's a good segue. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, he doesn't know anything about any keys. Um, certainly not one that his tribe holds. Um, he, he sort of says, you know, we don't, uh, you may have noticed there are very few doors in our tunnels anyway. We, we don't, um, there may be keys to some of our traps and some of our defensive measures, but I don't know of any, any keys other than that. What about, um, more metaphorical keys something that's literally yeah yeah. that's what i was going to ask as well doesn't have to be an actual key but something that could be looked at as a a key to a a problem or something along those lines he says um well the only real object of importance that i'm aware of that we have is the shimmer scale and I, i suppose you could say it was a key to our survival as a people but um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i beyond that i don't know he said it's entirely possible that there are items and and things within our tunnels and within our past that even i am unaware of uh, right. i may be old but i'm i'm not that old <laughs> there are still secrets hidden even from me but uh, as far as i can tell that's that's the best guess or the best thought that i have rather why are you so old <laughs> he sort of he smiles and he says uh it's quite the delicate question but uh he says uh, it is the shimmer scale it all does seem to come back to the shimmer scale doesn't it uh, it sustains me as it has all of our leaders for whatever reason once we unify once we are chosen to lead the tribe and unify ourselves with the scale uh it extends our lives of all of the kobolds who have run this tribe, who have led this tribe over the last 500 years or so, uh, there have only been, well, including myself, there have been five, although one was, as I think I may have mentioned to you the last time we spoke, uh, not chosen by the trials, but rather as a sort of uh, king regent uh, or leader, uh, grand vizier type, when uh, our second tribal leader, uh, who was chosen by the trials, abdicated his responsibilities to another. So our lives are much extended. Uh, if well taken care of, the average kobold may live oh, anywhere from 75 to 100 years is quite old. Um, I am approaching 200, I believe. I, I couldn't, I've lost track of the exact years, it seems. A, You've a lost track of your birthdays? <laughs> he says it seems an unnecessary thing to to track after a certain amount of time. I understand that. Um, I have two questions. <laughs> sure. Um, the first one, 
a little morbid, but what happens to you when the new leader of the Kobolds takes place? Oh, I will die. Oh, well, at least you... He sort of, he looks around, and I assume you all are, are somewhat surprised by this sort by of bald admission. Candidness of it, yeah. He says, um, he looks to you all and, and sort of notices your looks, and he says, well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's all right. He says, you see, the last refuge is, despite everything that we have done to protect ourselves, still a very dangerous place. Most kobolds, most kobolds don't manage to live long enough to die of natural causes. I said, if well taken care of, they may live to 75 or 100 years, but I would say yeah. our average lifespan is uh, 40 to 60 at most. Jeez. He says, um, I have far surpassed anything that I ever expected. I've lost count of the number of years I've lived and begin to forget things that I never thought I would forget. Mm -hmm. Despite everything, including the Shimmer Scales assistance and my lasting as long as I have. Once the shimmer scale is transferred to another, once another becomes one with the scale, the passage of time will take its toll on me. Time will catch up to me, as it should, as it must for all things. I will survive for a few weeks, perhaps even a month, just long enough to set a few remaining affairs in order, and then mm. I will pass as it is, as it must be. Interesting. Are we thinking it's going to be more of a uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade kind of death or like a um, Dark Crystal kind of just like turn to dust to death? I mean, he's being candid with us. I'm just curious. I love love the idea. Wasn't it Kit? Wasn't it Kit that had the, the... The visions of, of our <laughs> normal Earth pop culture stuff. Yes, yes. Now Bizdira sees them too. Oh boy. Apparently. <laughs> Maybe they are sisters. Must Maybe. be an Asimar thing. I don't know. <laughs> Smack my head. Must be an Asimar thing. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, um, uh, in actuality, my second question is, um, what what kind of material is the Shimmer Scale made out of? Is it like a, a, a stone? Is it more of like a biological thing right he says um well according to legend it is the scale of our draconic ancestor the one who birthed the cobalt race Uh, one of his scales was given unto us uh to save us from the orcs and the yuan ti he says that's a a long story that likely one of your friends would tell better than i um he says uh In all of my time being one with the scale, he says, uh, I have begun to wonder whether or not that is, in fact, its origin. I have no reason to believe that it isn't, uh, but 200 years... Well, no, I suppose it hasn't been that long since I've been one with the scale. Um, 150 years with with the scale, you get to know it quite intimately. Um, And while I have never seen a dragon and have nothing to compare it to there does seem to be something of the uh, inorganic about it but maybe that's just age interesting okay great felt like i had another question in there but i can't remember so uh i was about to say i feel like i have some too but they're lost for some reason (laughs) so kit and bizdira uh, is there anything else from either of you well Uh, i know that we wanted to ask about the trials but i'm I feel like Kashak is not going to tell us any details, 
but perhaps... We might as well try, though. Yeah, worth it to ask if he can tell us anything about the trials and the way they're conducted. Right. Especially that last one. Sure. Um, He... uh, He says... uh, Honestly, I'm surprised it took you this long to ask about them. He says, um, I I can't tell you much. I I should say I won't tell you much. Um, For several reasons. Uh, One is that I have not yet decided whether or not uh, I will allow you to participate and um, those who are not participating are welcome to witness them and will learn about them then, but are not to know in advance much about them. He says, I will tell you there are three. Um, They are an important tradition in the history of the tribe, uh, but they happen infrequently. And so in between trials, much of the common knowledge of them is lost and must be passed down directly from leader to leader. That is one of the things that I must do uh, in my remaining time once uh, the new leader becomes one with the scale. He says, uh, I will tell you that each of the trials tests a different attribute of leadership to ensure that the new leaders uh, are well-balanced enough to lead the tribe safely and decisively into whatever the future may hold. Um, And beyond that, uh, he says, uh, I wouldn't begrudge you any sort of research that you might choose to do, but that is all that I uh, will tell you. Do you guys have a library? (laughs) He says, uh, the close, he says, library, what's that? (laughs) No, um, what is this library you speak of? Uh, he says, well, uh, Hawks has the greatest collection of, uh, of written lore and history of our tribe, though there isn't much. We, we kobolds are not much for, for writing, uh, but, uh, Hawks has the best collection and probably has, uh, has... The best collection of oral stories as well. Yeah, she does. Oh, there it is. Um, hey I was actually Gosh, thinking... Because I don't, I don't know what you mean. Uh, it's okay. Don't of worry about it. Of course he doesn't. Um, <laughs> I was actually wondering, and this is more kind of for the group, not for Kashuk at the moment, but should okay. we show him the breastplate and see if he has any thoughts about it? Why not? Yeah, right, I, don't have a I think that's that. great. Sure. We probably right, so should have shown it to our plate. friends too. I didn't even think about that either. <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, I mean, we'll we'll have some time to go back and do that. But you show it to Kashak, and he he looks at it and he says, "Most impressive." He says, um, I, "I don't know anything about it." He says, "This inscription here along the neckline, though, I, I can't read it, but it's uh, it's Orcish." Aha! <laughs> do 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 do. Now we need to kidnap <laughs> an orc and force. I really it to like Alex's Orcus. little. I was, I like I was Alex's say, little I think sound gonna, cues every I'm time. I'm provide the background music for the entire yeah. rest of the series. Just every, you're like you're like that sound when Link in Zelda like gets a new item, like da 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 da. Every time you get, get a new like a, important we piece get of information, we we'll say bring bring bring. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, so that's all he knows about the the breastplate. Great. Um, Bizdira, sorry, Briathos or or Flick. Anything from you guys? Questions for Kashak? Um, um. Oh, go ahead. I think the last ones that we had were um, if we would be any, which he might not tell us at this point, but if we would be any good as leaders, or if drinks would be any good, um, and then what issues he knows the tribe is currently facing. Okay. Um, 
in terms of whether or not you or Dranks or whoever would be a good leader, he uh, he sort of thinks on it for a minute. He doesn't seem uh, like he doesn't want to answer, but he really takes some time with it and sort of mulls it over. And he says, you know, I'm not... Who, who is to say, to be completely honest? He who's says, power, to say? Who's to say? <laughs> um, he says, power, as I know well, changes people. Um, I will say that I believe that you and Dranks have within you the spirits of leaders. Uh, Dranks would certainly lead differently than I have. I, I can't speak to you to your style of leadership, but Dranks I have known for many years since he was a child. He would certainly lead differently than I have. The tribe would ultimately be quite different, I think, under his leadership. He would make mistakes. He would cause tension and dissent and unrest and strife. But he also has the potential to strengthen the tribe, to expand it, to bring new prosperity and security. And he takes another moment and thinks, and he says, do you know what? I think the important thing to realize is that I could say exactly the same of any kobold who were to pass through the trials successfully. I could likely say it about you if I were to get to know you all better. The trials are... They are meant to weed out those unfit to lead. And and yes, the victor of the trials will ultimately be elevated to leader, but it's possible, I suppose, that, that no kobold who entered the trials would be capable of leading, and if that were the case, the trials would ensure that there was simply no victor at the end. Interesting. Uh, um, on the other hand, saying someone is capable of leading and saying that they would be a good leader or even the right leader for the moment are, of course, very different things. Uh, I, anyway, I have uh, a bit of rambling and, and many thoughts on the issue, but um, it is hard It is hard to say. And that's that's where I'll leave it before I get to too much rambling as I tend to do in my old age. Rambling is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Anything else for him? Um, just what issues the tribe has from me. Oh, right. Um, so, uh, let's see. He says, well, at the moment, the tribe is aware that the trials are uh, coming. And that has led to some uh, dissent in the tribe itself. Um, most kobolds, most of us know that Dranks and his team and uh, Oryx and Varn and Hawks and Meepo will be uh, the two of the groups, uh, or perhaps the only two groups, that compete. And so naturally, many kobolds have already begun choosing sides. Uh, and this has led to a, a bit of unrest. He says, um, honestly, it was so long ago, but I remember a similar event happening before the trials that I participated in. Um, he says there will be uh, frisian and there will be perhaps even scuffles uh, as people's opinions out and air themselves. Uh, but it is good for the tribe to be clear about what they expect their future to hold and what they expect of their leaders, whoever is chosen. As is natural, some feel the trials are outdated, and 
some feel, on the other hand, that they don't have an opinion and they will accept whatever the trials decide. It's just a time of, of unrest whenever the trials approach. Mm-hmm. I actually do have another question. Has sure. he personally done any of this stuff that we heard in the story about um, becoming a dragon or having any type of skills that a dragon would have or anything like that? <laughs> He lets out a big laugh and he says, no, it seems you have been talking to Hawks. He <laughs> says, um, he says, no, and I would ask that you keep this to yourselves. He says, um, not that I would ever lie to a member of my tribe who asked me as directly as you have, but uh, a bit of mystery around uh, our most precious possession doesn't hurt anyone i don't think but i will tell you that no the shimmer scale does not grant the power to become a dragon darn Uh, it it has (laughs) (laughs) he says it uh it holds many mysteries uh and i have begun to delve several of them in my century and a half of being one with the scale I imagine there are some that even I have not discovered yet. Uh, But its powers are generally more subtle than breathing fire. Aw, shucks. That sounded like a lot of fun. (laughs) Does he have any information on the last refuge that we haven't already been told as far as, like, maybe something off the island or anything like that? Not sort of. So he, since you, since he now, like, he knows that you've sort of probed Hawks about the lore and the history of the area and that you've you've had this conversation with with that group he says um it has been a long time since the kobolds came to the last refuge and as i'm sure you know and as i have come to learn in my extended time here uh stories and history can become muddled with time He says, I don't know the true facts of what happened 500 years ago that brought my ancestors to this island. I don't know much about the land beyond the last refuge. He says, but but I would take any stories that you hear and any legends and myths that you hear with with, uh, with a critical eye, he says. They may not all be completely literally true in fact i would not be surprised if many are metaphors or at the very least simply exaggerated such as uh zeet becoming a dragon but no i uh, i have never needed or felt the need to look much beyond my own doorstep i have had enough responsibility and care and love here in my home makes sense anything else for kashak not on my end um okay. i think we can say bye to him for now, maybe. Okay. So let's do this then. Is there anyone other than these two fact, or than than Kashak and the Thoughtful Three and Meepo that you want to have conversations with? Because we should try and fit those in, and then we can sort of do another round of quick wrap up with those two groups. I think Flick will just try and be as friendly as possible to everyone sure. that he comes in contact with. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, you know, like, and he'll see like maybe an older cobalt, you know, crossing. Um, a, a passageway, you know, he'll help her across, you know, um, <laughs> oh my God. he'll, you know, carry oh somebody's, God. um, 
Groceries. Groceries. <laughs> oh, groceries. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, you know, that the Cobalt you know. Kroger. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, whatever. He'll take he'll, off he'll just his be cape and put it in a puddle of water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. that'd be so sweet. Right. Yeah. Hilarious. Lots of puddles of water and caves underground and all that. Oh, you know it. Okay, cool. Um, any other specific interactions that any of you guys want to have with anyone other than those two groups? Um... Go ahead, Bizdira. I'm just curious about, like, if if we should ask the thoughtful three if they happen to speak orc. Sure, we'll 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 go back to them in just okay. a minute. But right now, I want to know if there's other other kobolds that anyone wants to specifically interact well, with. Uh, Bria, did you have something? Yeah, I think overall, just collecting information from who they, even if we're not asking directly, like who they think should lead. Um, Sure. What I mean, you very you sort of you sort of pretty quickly can can tell if you just sort of ask about like their if you're asking a little more generally about like well where do you think the tribe should go and blah 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 once you feel comfortable talking to these. Also, I will say that like the thoughtful three and Meepo and Dranks and his team and Kashak are definitely like the exception to the rule in terms of people being completely dumbfounded by your presence. Right. Like anyone that you talk to takes quite a bit of time for them to like get, because basically you are an alien, right? <laughs> like they've never seen anything like you and suddenly you're in their home. Oh, it's so to be an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it, so it definitely like the conversations with pretty much everyone else in the tribe don't come quite as easily. If, if um, Kit like transforms into like a oh cute God. little puppy and like they have a cute in their little presence puppy with them? or Does before that... you meet them, even more alien, I think. <laughs> like, do you change where no, they, they can they see? They can't you? see, but it's I like pretend that I'm oh. like their cute little puppy friend, and then they have like uh you know an ice. I mean, breaker. they're mostly distracted by the puppy, and then every but every time they look up from the puppy and see you guys, they're like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about you. Why did you so? Um, you sounded like Quagmire from Family Guy. Yeah. Like, oh god! Oh god! <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> that's that's what one of the kobolds sounds like. Yeah, they do um, definitely. Um, uh, I definitely, I definitely have specific questions for our fearsome foursome slash the thoughtful three and me. Cool. Um, cool. So let me just say that like the few kobolds that like sort of you can have a conversation with and you sort of ask questions about and whatever, whatever you pretty quickly are able to, and there's only like maybe four or five of them that you end up getting to have real conversations with, but you can pretty quickly determine like whose side they're on because those that support or that you can assume support dranks basically sort of feel like it is the kobolds time and they've been too sort of passive and too happy with their lot and want to be more active and engaged um, and maybe make use of the ancient power of the Shimmer Scale to sort of claim back some of what was once theirs. On the other hand, if they uh, sort of side with the Thoughtful Three and Meepo, they're a little bit more inclined to sort of acknowledge how important the last years of peace must be. Um, and, you know, sort of a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of attitude. So anyway, uh, okay, so what questions do you have, Flick, for the Thoughtful Three and Meepo? What other questions, um, I should say? The first question... Oh, shoot, I had two. I only remember one of them, though. He's really... Flick is now really preoccupied with the building that we know of, the, the four-sided building that has the shimmer scale on it, uh-huh. um, that we appeared in the first episode. Um, I think he wants to find out if they know anything about it. 
sure none of them have any idea what you're talking about <laughs> great that's amazing uh, especially the amazing description that i just gave i'm sh- i'm surprised that they don't <laughs> you know it was like this block that had things on it and surrounded by trees and then we got attacked by <laughs> you remember stuff. in the first episode yeah you remember right. in the first episode um, um do does anybody actually know where it is besides like i mean we don't really know where it is regardless because we were knocked out when we were taken away from it that is true. Um, I mean, you can assume that because no one seems to know about this building that you've talked to among the tribe, it's probably not in Cobalt territory, which means it's somewhere to the east, because the Cobalt territory extends all the way to the western reaches of the island. Right. So it's definitely somewhere to the east. Um, you know it's east of the Urgosh River, because that was the river that you crossed when you were traveling with um, with uh, Oryx. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, no, not really. You also, as you begin to begin to learn a little bit about the geography of um, the island, you're pretty sure that Oryx was definitely outside of Cobalt territory when he found you guys. What oh, a badass. He's a little explorer. Uh, other questions for those guys? Um, I think we wanted Last to see round. if any of them speak Orcish. Yes. Ah, uh, they do not. Boo. Right. Sorry. That's poopy. Um, (laughs) Anything else for them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kit wants to ask Hawks if she has any more information about the trials, anything beyond what we already know. So the... Uh, she doesn't know a ton more. She has referred, she has heard the trials referred to as, uh, one of the trials referred to, um, as the combat trial. She's heard one of the trials referred to sort of in various locations, either as the puzzle trial or the, the intelligence trial. And the third trial has a bunch of different names, um, based on like which which leader this was that like which time the trials were being held sometimes it's called the morality trial sometimes it's called the leadership trial sometimes it's called the spirit trial the heart trial there's like a bunch of different names for it and she really doesn't know anything about that one um the other trials uh she like beyond that like there is definitely um she knows that in the combat trial, the potential leaders must prove their physical prowess, but also uh, not just in fighting, but also in um, sort of, well, things that kobolds in particular have to be physically good at, like being swift and being uh, sort of nimble and being uh, uh, observant of their surroundings and things like that. Um, she doesn't know much about the, the puzzle or intelligence trial, largely because she sort of assumes that they're going to do fine on that one, so she hasn't really spent a lot of time researching <laughs> it. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. So that's what that's what she knows. Cool. Yep. Anything else for those guys? I think that's it for me. Yeah, me too. Okay. Now let's not forget before we leave the Thoughtful Three and Meepo that you want to ask Varn... About his feelings with Ar- uh, for Arx, oh, yeah. right? You just want to uh, ask yeah. him. We need to pull him aside, mm-hmm. and I think it would be best to do this. <laughs> oh lord! What if our band like Sang. plays a romantic song yes. and like puts the two of them in a room together oh, and God. sees what happens? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that would That's be a quite weird the social feat. experiment. That's it's so terrible. Aggressive. It's terrible. <laughs> We teach them about this uh, thing from our world called Seven Minutes in Heaven. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) 
Mostly Stop I just want to get the band back together, guys. <laughs> I, I have a question that is, has nothing to do with this game. Did anyone actually enjoy playing Seven Minutes in Heaven when we were kids? Like, it just feels like torture. I honestly don't think I ever played. I, never I think we played either. variations on it, but, like, not the actual game. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Because, like, I for sure didn't either. It just sounded Spin like the bottle, the worst though. thing ever. Yeah. Spin was the hot, bottle you know and, like, I mean? truth or dare, but never, never Seven yeah. Minutes in Heaven. We played a combo of Truth or Dare and Spin the Bottle. What? How did that that work? Too, yeah. My brain just exploded. (laughs) Yeah, you spin the bottle, and whoever it lands on, not only do you have to kiss, but they also have to do a truth or a dare. Nice. It's crazy. (laughs) I'm old now. That sounds awful. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so what are we doing with Varn and Arix? So I do think it needs to be kind of at nighttime when his guards are a little <laughs> oh, lowered. <God. laughs> um, oh my god! And just to pull him aside, I think all of us can kind of surround him in a gentle way. This is so creepy. <laughs> yeah, Bria. this is pretty. I would be terrified if I were him. <laughs> this is so creepy. Yes, maybe I should be I a puppy for this too. <laughs> I think maybe so. <laughs> just like he comfort. like picks you up and just starts like clutching you to his chest and stroking you with his eyes, like no. furtively looking around. <laughs> I don't know if I like this idea anymore. <laughs> I think only one of us should talk to him if we really feel like we need to talk to him. I think it should actually be you because I think that I'm too aggressive with this situation. <laughs> Well, Considering you just said we're going to surround him, I think I agree. I mean, <laughs> Kit just kind of thinks we need to let them do their own thing. So Kit is not into this idea at all. Well, then maybe maybe we should... <laughs> maybe we should abort this mission for just a hot second. And we'll... I, we need to discuss this further, I think. I, need, I think we need to come up with a very specific plan. Amazing. That Bria and is not involved be in. be less impulsive... Amazing. Well, no, you can be involved because I think you're going to drive this situation, but mm-hmm. we you need to have someone pull you back a little bit. Okay, Kit has an idea. <laughs> oh, what is your okay. idea? What if, and so we're, this is a potential plan, we don't have to do this, but what if we have a little like dinner party for our friends, the Thoughtful Three and Meebo, and we make dinner for them, and we use my brewer supplies to make some drinks, and then... I was about to say, we can give them actual alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. over the course of the night, at drunk. some point, we pull one of us, or maybe two, we'll pull Varn aside and, and get the dirt. That's that's Kit's idea. I just imagined you literally picking dirt off Great. the ground. <laughs> so here's what I want you to do. Are we gonna? Is that the plan? Are we doing this? I mean, yes. the alternative I think would be to not get the dirt from him and to just kind of watch what they do at the end of the evening, like if they go home together or not. That's also a good idea. But I think wouldn't I, we have noticed that by dirt. now? Yeah, well, please. Like you don't want the dirt. I said I want the dirt. I'm just giving alternative. All right. So here's what I want. Here's what I want. I want a kit. I want a a brewer's roll, which is a d20 plus your proficiency. Where is my proficiency? What is that? It's plus two at the moment. Oh, oh, there I see. The proficiency bonus. It's right there on my sheet. (laughs) It sure is. Oh, oh, dear. It's not going to be good beer, guys. (laughs) Amazing. What is it? Uh, Six. Oh, is that with the plus two? Yep. Yes, and you're sure that was a twenty and not a twelve, right? I am sure that was only one I time. I was just trying to. I was just trying to help. I know. I'm just trying oh, to. Help. No. Oh my god, I mean, that was it one was time. A twelve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great. And then, and then, where is the food coming from? Who's making the food? Is someone making the food? What do we roll for that? 
I'll, well, I just want to know who's doing it I first. I think I'll help Arx in the kitchen since okay, we know that Arx is I'll a good be, chef. Then in that case, in that case, I'll let it be a dexterity check rather than an intelligence check for cooking. Seventeen. <laughs> um, ah, okay. So the meal turns out quite. Can well. I cook with wine? Then what? Can I cook with wine? AKA chef juice. <laughs> you just I don't gonna have drink chef the wine, juice. or are you oh my God. gonna cook with the yes, wine? Yes, that's it. All right, so there's so the meal and the the meal and the not so good beer are there, <laughs> um, but it actually it actually sort of turns out for the best. Like they both now wait. Are you in the room? Are you like being? Are you watching from like around the corner? Or like what's this plan? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I like the latter. <laughs> Watching from around the corner. Great. That's what's happening because I love it candles, too much to candles, let you do anything candles. else. Okay. There are candles. So you're watching from around the corner and they both like they sit down and they, they're like a little awkward, but they like, they're like, you know, did, do you know why they're doing this? And they're both sort of like, no, no, I have, I have no idea. And they both take a sip of the beer at the same time and spit it out on each other. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like they think it's really funny. Like it sort of like breaks the awkward ice because they both like that's amazing. so like it wor- it works out for the best. Um, so they have a meal. Let me have insight from anyone who is watching them before you pull. Oh hell aside. yeah! All of Damn us it. are watching, right? Yeah. I assume so. I so let's 11. just go in order. So uh, eleven from Bizdira, Bria. Eleven as well. <laughs> Flick. Seventeen. Yes. And Kit. Uh, I got I'm a ten. A ten. Okay, flick. Uh, yeah, there's there's something there's something going on. Yeah, it is. I relay. I relay the information. <laughs> <laughs> now who's gonna who's gonna pull Varna aside? Not me, for sure. Not me. No, I'm not me either. Oh well, I'll well, do it's it. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be kids. So it has to be Flick. Yeah, it's that's too right. So Flick. So you pull him aside and talk to him. Um, it's give gonna me be a my... per- give me a persuasion roll. A persuasion. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! I'm proficient in that too. Hold on. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's a twenty-two, yeah, bitches. Oh. Jesus. Uh, so basically, Varn tells you, like, he's like, I don't know how you knew, but like, I think we just needed something to break the ice between us. <gasps> and I tell him, well, I rolled insight, and I rolled really well, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really funny. So Varn, you know, sort of says that, and he says, oh, oh. Poor Garu, she's just gonna be crushed. Garush, Garu, Garu, not Garush. Gar- um, oh, sorry. So you ask you ask him who Garu is, and it's it's another kobold uh, woman who sort of has a thing for Arix, but Arix has never sort of even noticed that she has a thing. And oh, anyway. I mean, no, it's a love triangle. Oh no, um, I'm really I, sad about this. I feel this. like we shouldn't be that sad because we want Arix and Varn to be together. I think yeah. I'm sad. Flick's fine. Oh. I think it just makes me a little sad. Right. Hilarious. Aw. Fair. So, so DM, okay. I do uh, have a question. Is there anything else? Oh, sorry. Yeah, question, Bizdira. Go ahead. Yes. Um, did you write this uh, campaign thinking that there was going to be a love affair between these two kobolds? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes, 100% I, yes. I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm not, I don't, there's no peeking behind the screen. God damn it. All right, fine. Be that way. But the answer I'm is yes. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Do you all have any other questions for Kashak before we wrap this up? Uh, I'm good. I think we might later. Well, so I will say that all of this information is gathered over the 18 days before the decisions were necessary. Uh, so at the end of the 18th day, you get a summons from Kashak, 
and you go to his audience chamber where you've now been a couple of times. And he says, uh, he says, Yuki comes in and he greets you and he says, well, I've made my decision, but I would hear yours first. Do you wish to participate in the trials? And that is where we're going to end it for this week. Oh, cliffhanger. Ladder no, it's hanger. A ladder it's called hanger. a ladder hanger. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out whether or not the party wants to participate in the trials. If you enjoyed listening uh, this week, it would be epic if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcasts from. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people will get to listen. This week's five-star review is from iPhone Dev, and it says, Fantastic homegrown world and story. Fun to listen to this band of adventures and make their way through a homegrown world. Well, thank you, iPhone Dev. Feel free to tweet at us with any sneak previews of uh, fun new stuff that you're developing for the iPhone. I promise we'll keep it to ourselves. Uh, remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at D&D Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Or you can email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. We also have a website with character and player bios and other cool stuff. That address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit. Bria. And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all.